The time is 12 o'clock. It means it's time for Battletech. Greetings, MacJocks, and welcome to episode 5 of the PPC. I'm your host, Shrapnel, and sitting opposite me, he's Colonel White to my Captain Scarlet, Napoleon Solo to my Ilya Kiriakin, Darius to my commander. Insert name. Everyone, welcome. Jamal. Insert name here. What? HBS Battletech. Ah, oh, okay. Darius. Yep. Where he always tries to kill you, going, no, I'm sure it's just a light drop. It'll be fine. Yeah, you That's get to keep all the money. Feature some assault mix. Joining us this episode is a man who deserves no apologies. None whatsoever. None. Says things like hips are for losers and is easily triggered by retcons. So thank God we don't have any in here. <laughs> really? <laughs> His succinct analysis of Morrison's extractors was, and I quote, What's there to know? Black warrior guy finds Star League cash, proclaims himself king, and whoops ass up and down the Liran border. Yep, yeah, easy enough. <laughs> Say hello to our German brethren, Falk. Guten Tag. <laughs> Guten Tag, mein Herr. Guten Tag, mein Herr. <laughs> so this is another special episode, and this is exciting because we're doing it in daylight, which did not doesn't happen you... very often. No, no, daylight and us don't no, get on. We, we, I can close the curtains. No, no, I'm happy with daylight. Bit of vitamin D is good. We usually record at like 9 p.m. on a Friday night. And go to 2 a.m. or something. Explains why it's a shit show and the editing takes a week. <laughs> so you join us in the beautiful town of Leeston out here in Canterbury where I just found a guy that's converted an aircraft into a house down the road. Oh, yeah. Only in New Zealand. Uh, why not? I think there's three aircraft like that in New Zealand now. Just take the cabin off the front and put a mezzanine on it. And it's a nice little balcony. It looks it's taken awesome. What, five years to do? Absolutely awesome. Six years? Yeah, started before the pandemic. Yeah. Pretty sure, yeah. But he did a lot during the pandemic, if I remember correctly. A lot got yeah, done yeah. there. Yeah. So what are we doing at Falk's? Well, Falk is a Battletech collector. Has he been at it longer than you, Jamal? Oh, easily. Well, when did you get into it? I uh, was 1991. Oh, no, and you beat me by a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, but you had Five, I think. Yeah, I yeah. think your addiction level's way higher than yes, mine, though. Yes, it is addiction. Falk obsession. Is a, obsession, oh. sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. There's a clear difference between obsession and just I can stop addiction. buying Vex at any time. I just don't want to. <laughs> He's like the sociopath type thing. We're here at Falk's to raid his cupboards and his collection. I'll fight you if you touch my stuff. He was just giving us his stuff. He's putting on a macho man outlook now. <laughs> So we're here to rummage through some of his collection and his piles of Battletech, and our, we've already had a quick look at some of them, and they are vast. Hallelujah. But before we get onto that, let's get some introductions out of the way, and then I can edit this down to a succinct listening experience, and then we'll get the admin out of the way and onto the main bit. So let's start off with some introductions. Falk, tell us a little about yourself. How did you end up in New Zealand, land of the long white cloud? Yeah, so I'm, I'm originally from, from Germany, and I came to New Zealand to work. Because um, I did a PhD in Germany, which was not the best time of my life. And I wanted to get as far Acad away from Ac Germany Academia? as possible. Not fun. <laughs> and really? I got, got, got a job offer in New Zealand. And I was like, hmm, when can you ever go to New Zealand and actually live there? So I did that. Anyway, so yeah. And I'm a very long-time Battletech collector. And um, yeah, I love Battletech. It's... My favorite hobby and um, was quite influential over the years for me. 
Some might uh, say obsession. Yeah, um, the word obsession comes up from time to time. But I think he's just very keen. I think there's nothing wrong knowing by heart the armor distribution of a marauder, which I no longer do, but did in the past. So no yes. worries. No, I used to. Yeah, I same. could. Not I for the marauder, could though. literally draw record sheets from memory. I no, no for, more, no more. But yeah, I could do that for some minutes, but yeah, maybe only about three or four bastions. I'll listen to you, grognards. <laughs> yes, yep. I'm happy to be that. I know. Yep. I'm I happy know. for that classification. <laughs> and trust me, those young people know nothing. <laughs> Back in Back my, in my day. day. Get off of my lawn. <laughs> okay. So I think we'll... that might have been why I was, had that small obsession for a while with the Torians. It felt, <laughs> I felt like my spirit totem type thing. <laughs> I feel like an angry old man. Who am I going to be? Torians. <laughs> and now he plays Ghost Bears. Yeah, I know. I now he's all about no, I know. Give me your cuddle. I was going to play Ghost He tried to play Ghost Bears. Now he's all about the cuddles and backstabbing. Uh, when did I start with Battletech? So, as, as I said, um, so I was actually on a school excursion where I bought Way of the Clans at a bookstore randomly. And as an impressionably um, young teenager, I was like, oh, big stompy robots, that looks cool. And then I read a lot of those books. And then I got the Max or more Max box with the plastic Max. And at some point, I started playing with a couple of friends. And then it spiraled out of control from there. Is it controlled spiraling or just spiraled? Um you've seen this <laughs> I, would, I would like to put on note that he showed us his books that he's used they are pristine he gave us his worst looking one and it's seriously i've paid more money for something in worse condition i've got plenty of things in worse condition <laughs> way worse he has been immaculate with his use well especially considering that some of that stuff traveled around the world with me twice that's done very well twice well i've went back to germany at some point i came Germany, New Zealand, New Zealand, Germany, Germany, New Zealand. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous, I know. <laughs> Pretty sure I spent more on shifting my collection from A to B than most people spent on their collections. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So, now we've got the introduction out of the way, we'll quickly go through our admin. On our notice board, we have a reminder that there's some tournaments coming up. We've got none awaiting, none awaiting, none awaiting. We apologize none awaiting. to our West Island brothers. Nunna Wading Wargamers Association Alpha Strike Tournament on the 3rd of March at Blackburn RSL. If you're in Melbourne or Victoria, sign up with the link below. And the last one is the NEA Battletech Spring Tournament run by our good friend and Arrowhead Poke. 9th of March at Gamers Haven in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Link in the comments below too. Nice and simple. Yep. Oh, one last thing for the notice board is that Mega, which is the Melbourne gaming show, is currently offering free tables for gaming group. So if you're out there and you want oh, to nice. show people Battletech, I don't know if there's anyone going or not, then we'll have a link for that down below as well. I just saw it on my Facebook feed and thought we'll lob that in. And that's our admin done. So let's get on with it. Dum, dum, dum. Ba, ba, ba. Hobby talk. We had a very long hobby talk last time. Mine's going to be infinitely shorter this time <laughs> because real life has kicked in after the Christmas holidays. Who wants to kick off with what they've been doing? I'll do it. Why not? Mine's nice and simple. All, all I heard there was, I filled in the blank with just, oh, fuck. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it, we'll do it live. Uh, nice and short for me. I didn't get much time this month. But I did, however, manage to complete my goal. I got 13 models painted of my Draconis Combine. Woohoo! Yay! Still haven't worked it out. I'm flicking the bird. <laughs> 
However, I still got to work out how I'm going to, what, how I'm going to paint technique wise the Val Galaxy or the Paragon for my Jade Falcon. So I'm concentrating. I know that I, how I'm doing my Draconis Combine guys. So I'll concentrate on that. Sadly, I've brought nothing. I did buy those two novels. That I remember that Ben showed up Facebook feed on the mm-hmm. Messenger feed. Mm-hmm. Instead, he's just given them to me. Oh, nice, sweet. yeah. Because they were like old, old ones. Yeah, they really. Oh, the Mercenary Star was the newer cover one. Mm. Um, not the old, old cover, but Here to the Dragon. I think it was was the original cover. Nice. Yeah, so I'm happy with that. What about your Facebook rescue oh, God, mission? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> let's not forget that son of a bitch kept it to himself, didn't he? I know. This greedy little. Um, that's because I like, had minutes to react. That's because I hate you all. I wanted it all to myself. You're like a little golem. He's mine. Are He's you mine, even part of that precious. Facebook group? Yep. The RPG it's Facebook. I don't get notifications for Facebook. I don't know why. I don't even get notifications when you make events. I've purposely... Sure there's a setting for it. Yeah, there is yeah. a setting. <laughs> yep. I've, I've done screenshots to the group going, why is this not working? Everyone's gone. Uh. Okay. I get like five, six notifications a day for that group. Anyway, carry on. So tell us about the adventure. <laughs> I don't care about your science of affection. I want stuff. Yep. So uh, I noticed Facebook group, role-playing group, actually, role-playing trade group. Uh, somebody was selling a whole heap of uh, Dragonlance, old D&D stuff. And hidden amongst the gems there was some great old um, Battletech stuff, which I just immediately go, I'll buy the lot. Unfortunately, I was a bit too late for getting the lot. Managed to score myself all this for less than 200 bucks. In New Zealand, that's a really good deal. I got a... It's robbery. That's what it is. Yeah. The 3026 <laughs> TRO. And the second version, the Succession War version. Oh, what's it called? When it 3025 became that new version and got rid of the Unseen. Revised. Is it the revised? Yeah, I got that. I actually also got the old version as well, which is in way better condition than my current one. It's not actually even falling apart. Got the revised edition for the 3055, so I now have both versions of that. Uh, what else did I pick up? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, what else was in there? MechWarrior 2nd Edition Let RPG. Me just look at this list. Another one? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Battletech Reinforcement Pack. I have to go through and sort that out. As far as I'm concerned, the gem was picking up the Omnimech Blueprints for 20 bucks. You can't see Four this, but Falk is looking a bit angry, and he's, he's champing at the like... bit to let loose. <laughs> no, not really. I'm just very jealous because I don't have those, and I would really like them. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm off to get the, hopefully get the post covers for them today. It comes in the original box, and it still came with the slip inside for the order slip for buying more Fezza stuff. And I was just like, this list is so short, so short. This is when it was just like, wow, they're all available. It's so funny. Um. Because if, if you are not into battle tech stuff, it's basically worthless. So mm-hmm. this is one of those deals where likely both sides think they made an incredible deal. Yep. Everyone's happy. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the best deals. This yeah. guy just didn't care. He was just getting rid of it. He, he's done like you, though. He's, he played originally in the 90s. I sat and talked to him because I brought the stuff and then it's just like, well, no, okay. I'll go an hour and a half drive immediately to go and grab <laughs> the stuff that night. <laughs> Left it like, oh... Eight o'clock, got there at 9.30, took the boy for a drive, <laughs> uh, talked to the guy, and he done very much like you. He's been to Australia, dragged all his books over there. Unfortunately, he couldn't find a group there to play with um, and came back in his current job. He just can't play with anybody. During the pandemic, he was going to try to hop online and play um, some D&D with people, but hmm. he just hasn't had time. So he's decided to do a bit of a cleanup, and I was just like, yeah, score. 
and score it is. Yeah. Especially for New Zealand. <laughs> Finding old Battletech stuff yeah. in New Zealand is very, very hard. Um, anyway, going on to I'm, the next I'm thing. sure we need a health warning sometimes yeah. on this. So this is not financial advice. <laughs> do not come to us. Yeah. Actually, can you really go to any hobbyist for financial <clears throat> advice? Seriously. I, I'm sure you can. Yeah, there's probably some of us that are really successful. I just don't know any. Continuing on. Assembled, nothing, disassembled section. I've decided to change it. My new pup decided that one of my Phoenix Hawks didn't need a large laser anymore. It wasn't her fault. It was a, I've now worked out that the cat and dog work together. <laughs> so, oh. the, yes, the cat knocks them onto the ground and the dog goes, oh, chew toy. So I think your cat is just trying to get the dog into trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yes. a setup. We, well, Unfortunately, mm-hmm. that's what did happen for the first couple of times. We did tell the dog off, but then I realized it's the cat starting it. And the cat's not intentionally doing it, actually. The cat's just no. walking across and no, it's just no, knocking no, no, the cat. No, no. It's a cat with malicious intent. No, it's a that's cat. basically it impossible. doing it yeah. on purpose. Yeah, good point. Good point. Next week, we'll be kicking off the Battle of Two Kid campaign for you guys. Oh, Christ. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I'll be setting it up so then you guys can kick it off. I think we'll give at least, what, a couple of weeks between each mission? Kill the Comstar guys. Yeah, I mean... Even this is Falk's kind of mission. You don't need to do anything but kill something. Uh, no, some of the missions have objectives. Not just kill. As Falcus once that said... You can almost... <laughs> as Falcus once said, if I kill you, I can just do it later. Exactly. You can basically win any <laughs> objective by just eliminating the opposition. me if you're dead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, just been... Listener interactions, been really contacting... Getting in contact with the Aussie brothers over the thing, having a chat with them. And the last thing for the soundtrack for my month is definitely uh, Command and Conquer Mechanical Man because work 60, 70 hour weeks, I feel like I've just been a robot. Stuart. Okay. So mine is much reduced from last time because real life is set back in. I got episode four out on time. Yay! I mean, I got it out on the 1st of February our time, but it came out on the right time for everyone else in the world. It still came out in the fourth week. It went out on the 31st last, for the rest of the world. But it was the last week of the month. Yes, it's it was. It's still the last it was. week of the month. So you did it. We've skirted that fine line already. You, you can going. only get better from now, really. You, <laughs> yeah. Painting-wise, I have only done a handful of half-finished ones, which are mainly my Republic of the Sphere forces, because me and Jordan are doing this Battle for Terror thing. Literally undercoated them, done some green and some purple panels, and then took them to get blown up, but they didn't, which was nice. And I've undercoated some of my Capellan forces, which is for the same campaign. So that's a Agriterra, Luwei Bing, Anubis 5Y, and it's the Molka Mark III. Spell it again? Uh, I'm pretty certain it's M-O-L-T-K-E. A Moltke. Moltke. It's a T- yeah, German. It's based off a German guy, Elder. Cool. It was um, some, some military strategist, Prussian guy. Yep, Prussian yeah, yeah. field marshal. I know my Prussians. Of course you do. <laughs> Everyone knows the Prussians. So how do we pronounce it? Moltke. Moltke. There we go. Cool. I was getting it right the first time. So snip this out. Put it online for everybody to know. Do they actually teach us this kind of stuff at school? Buying. My last reinforcement hat came in. In fact, I have it here because me and Falk are doing a trade for a couple of mechs. This is not a drug trade. Not at all. Plastic crack is not drug. Wow. I don't know what I'm going to do with a Cyclops, Dragon, and Thug. Seeing as I already have one of each. And I have, I look at my wall now, my, my fancy lit up shelves and just go, I've got like 200 minis that need painting. And they're all just staring at me now. Yeah, it's, it's uh, it. Thematically, I should be grabbing more dragons. I just don't like them. 
I actually worked out very well because Stuart was like, oh, I only want the spider. And I'm like, oh, I want that pack, but I have no plans for the spider. So <laughs> I know every single mini that I've wanted recently, I've had to buy a pack for. Just ah, for the one it, mini. It's, it's There's enough of us to the, trade. Yeah, I mean. I've, I've got to go through the others. They, they, they know it. what people want. I know, I know. <laughs> um, I have, in saying that, I have a pack hunter probably to trade. I have two pack hunters to trade, no worries. Uh, everyone has a pack up. hunter to trade. I got the only trade in last year with Jordan, who didn't have one. Yeah, because <laughs> I just, I just, with the current factions that I got, I just don't feel, I don't have them, don't need them. No, I have like two or three out of salvage boxes. Because Un- unintentionally, you know, you mm-hmm. for something cool, you get a pack hunter. Yeah, I know that one. Oh, do you have a metal hunchback or... A metal hunchback, likely. Uh, commando. Because that goes on to my next bit, which is my assembling one. So far, I've only made up a Centurion A, which is part of my Zulu company for my Mech Commander Lance, mm-hmm. which will be Hunchback, Raven, Commando, Centurion. But I'm going to do those in the metal minis when the game was released, rather than the new fancy CGL ones. Oh, yeah. So no. I'm out scavenging for those two. Uh, good, good chance that I have something we'll have for a, you. We'll have a rummage in his boxes later. It's mostly I'm not sure about the commando because I might have earmarked him for something oh, else. Good. But I have multiple, so I mean, how many <laughs> commandos does a man need? I'll just find another one. <laughs> well, if you're running a campaign, you need lots of commandos. Yes, because they blow up very easily. Well... Ops, if you're running um, the op four type thing, you need you would opposing not know force. That this you is need during the day, would you? Yeah. <laughs> With the state that we're in, <laughs> yeah, right. Commandos, um, locusts, stingers, wasps. You, yeah, you need the generics. Lots they are the generics. they are known as consumables. <laughs> That's why I've done some more printing, which is obviously my Capellan force that has come up because they're all Dark Age or Early Republic minis, which aren't out yet. And I've done a load for the group, and I did two kit bashes for those Republic forces. Simeon battle armor, which I'd never heard of before, and it's basically a gorilla suit. <laughs> Essentially, seriously, it is. It is just a gorilla who's, group. A who's gorilla making suit. those? Who? Yeah, uh, the Republic faction? of the Sphere. Hmm? Republic of the Sphere. It okay. was one of their paladins or someone like that that just went. I've seen a niche, <laughs> and then she made it. I know it's such a weird story. And I've made the Grand Titan N14R, Vengeance. Ah, oh, the Arrow 4 one. No, Arrow 4. Long time. But he's doing that whole kind of He-Man pose with the gun on up on its shoulder. Actually, so, yeah. you just remind me, I think I need to watch that new series of He-Man. Oh, God, I was just thinking about that because I watched the first two episodes and I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> anyway. And my soundtrack is Ramones by Motorhead because life has been fast-paced and hard-hitting. I thought it can't be after after my phone call with you yesterday. I thought Greatest American Hero was more apt. That's all my hobby stuff so far. Falk, get on with it. Hurry, hurry, hurry! We're running out of time. (laughs) Yeah, I was told I have one minute per answer while those two are yapping away. He Um, he actually (laughs) imposed that on himself. We I'm just on. never corrected him. Yeah, we're going to threaten him with a toggle <laughs> yeah, battery, battery and a... Go back um... to the chat and see. <laughs> go, go for it, buddy. Doesn't anyway, matter in um, my mind. I actually had the last week off, so I did none of the things I wanted to do as usual. Instead, I stacked firewood. Um, no, I, I'm currently working on Morrison's extractors. <laughs> a great thing to paint because they don't have a paint scheme, so I can just do whatever you want for each individual mech, which is um, how I work best. <laughs> Painted uh, six mechs. It's also cool because I have the Stardic stuff, and I mean, Comstar is nice, but I don't need to paint white that much. 
And with those, I go like, oh, yeah, today I want to paint something blue. Which of these mechs could be blue? Or tiger stripes. Yeah, or tiger stripes. First attempt was not too horrible, I have to say. I actually would try it again. On the king crab. Yeah, yeah. I did some um, sections and tiger stripes after watching a YouTube video and was just like, oh, yeah, that looks easy enough. It's not. Um, <laughs> I hate that going, how hard can it be? Yeah. Just like, oh, my God. <laughs> hey, the the... The official camo specs online oh, YouTube channel believe, makes it look easy. Don't so, believe I mean, camo specs. They're just like, oh, I'll just do this and this and this. And you're just like, okay. Oh, no, I watch it. And camo specs versus Duncan Rhodes. Which one makes it look easier and which one's hell of a lot harder? Yep. There we go. That's yeah, okay. <laughs> Just two thin coats. That's all it is. Yeah. I think actually Duncan's easier. Uh, some of his things are definitely easier, but some of them are. Camo just... specs does not have their own paint range, so... Anyway, so um, that stuff, I um, undercoated my Black Widow company, which is kind of why I don't know if that commando is available, because yeah, I also good. went through all of the other iterations of the Black Widows between 3015 and 3031, and I have basically all of the mechs except four, but I do them in the old metals, and I really can't see myself paying IWM prices for um, for more mechs, which would be around 100 New Zealand dollars easily plus shipping. Mm-hmm. And oh. two of them are Fireflies. And I mean, I know I will never play Fireflies and I get two from the Kickstarter in plastic. So it's it's a really hard, like, hmm, if somebody would offer them before for a good price, I would totally do it. Yeah. But um, you're not going to go out your way to do it. Um, don't want to pay that amount of money to do it yep. <laughs> but but then i also don't want to i don't like to add mechs to a faction after i finish painting them because they never blend in properly i will i will always though i painted those differently and they look differently to me and i'm still working slowly but surely on this coventry diorama mm-hmm. of, of the um awesome and uh fallen direwolf in a parking lot mm-hmm because I want to do it right is very slow progress and I'm still very reluctant to start drilling holes into the awesome to put on some extra armor. So Falk set himself up going, should I put bar armor on an awesome? And we all went, yes, yes, it, you hey, should. Hey, hey, setting Look, yourself up for failure. Dude, should I paint this in this faction, this faction? I, 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 I like how he immediately starts with failure. You're like, he set himself up and... Jamal goes straight to, he set himself up for failure. Thank you. Well, thank well, you. Yeah, really, he set himself I, up for failure. That <laughs> no, choice I, last I never said failure. I just said he set himself up. Uh. Yeah, so um, I, I got some um, photo-etched stuff that's actually for a 135-scale tank, but it would fit perfectly as, like, bar armor or, well, a cope cage for the awesome. Oh, please give it a headpiece. No, no. It will only be um, torso and upper arms. Yep. Because doesn't really make sense on the legs i decided no. the the direwolf is um 3d printed so i have a couple of spare parts where i can try to do some better damage on it and six mil terrain couple of civilian vehicles from strato minis and all that kind of stuff so yeah but if if it ever gets finished it should look cool we saw the one on we saw the vehicles on your bench they look good Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is literally something... Just I, keep chipping away, buddy. I, I have so many unfinished projects everywhere, it's not funny anymore. And I mm-hmm. decided that I need to actually see something through for my own mental health at some point, And I decided this is now the thing I'm actually doing. Yeah, I'm in this. No, no matter how long it takes. I don't make commitments This will anymore. be done. <laughs> don't make commitments. We made commitments last episode. We made commitments. 
I know, Steve but that Hunter. was, la- that was last Hunter. month. I've forgotten about that. <laughs> I think that's all the hobby stuff I've done recently. So, hmm. cool. Any purchases? Stuart uh, printed a bunch of stuff for me. It's in that box um, over there. Shootists, because, I mm-hmm. mean, the, the metal one is not bad, but it just doesn't mix with the new plastic. No. So and I no, think that none the, of the old metals mix with no, the new plastics in any way, a shape, huge or form. Problem, yeah. And, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think what you printed now would fit in quite nicely. Okay. And um, it's the um, it's actually the mech of my my homebrew mercenary commander. So that would be nice. Sweet. And the second one goes into my broadsword legion if I ever get to do that. Just like the suck. <laughs> if I get. Dude, I have plans. I have plans. I, I just. We all have plans. Oh. <laughs> Who's got any games in? No. No. Just me then. <laughs> Just you? I got I got two games in in our regional wars, me and Jordan playing for Canterbury. Uh he attacked Price Akaroa. was fighting for? Yeah. Well, ironically, <laughs> I don't know why Jordan's fixated on Akaroa. He wants it hard. Straight to Akaroa. Randomly drawn force. And I ended up with a Manticore Heavy PPC, a Pegasus Scout C3. A Simeon Battle Armor, which is what I had to kid bash it up for. Excalibur and a Targ. Oh, and the last one was a Jess one. You playing Alpha Strike or? No, we're playing Classic. Ah, oh, okay. It's, we've, we've forgotten all the basic rules. It's embarrassing. <laughs> so we're, we're trying to remember them. It's going splendidly. <clears throat> How's the Targ doing on the tabletop? He actually went three turns with his Supercharger on. Wow. Okay, if that's he the said, only thing you remember, it's not no, no, that no, no, efficient. No, 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 it, it ended badly for him because he got cornered by a Madcap Mark II, a Marauder, <laughs> and a... It was a Marauder, Madcap Mark II, cornered? a Bulldog. Okay. No, bulldog it's easy and, because if and you, a mongoose. you supercharge as we turns, you're on the other side of the map, and that's where the heavies are. I was on the other side of the map on turn one. <laughs> I ran literally down the ravine at them. Okay. And then came at the other side with Hovercraft. It was a good game. So I have my Capellans. They're against his Northwind Highlanders, but we have a third party who are the Republic of the Sphere who are defending the areas. So the Republic of the Sphere forces are basically throwaway. They mean nothing to us. So it's just like all in charge and just do as much damage as you can with them. Okay. We'll, we'll come back to that in a minute. So basically I took out his Marauder in one turn using the Jess SRMs because it's got like six SRM sixes and four SRM fours. And had a condor sneaking around him. Then it had a target, and we just hammered this marauder in the first turn. So no, this this was like turn three or four. Ah, so, so this effective first turn. The Jess was the Jess was never meant to be there, but it failed two skid checks, so it ended up <laughs> it ended up at the feet of the marauder. A happy little accident. <laughs> so it was either you bring down the marauder, or you're going to get stamped. That's we, an encouragement to shoot well. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was. SRM6, two of them, I think, in the head. Oh, wow. And it, it fell over. Unfortunately, then, it was at the feet of a Madcap Mark II. So you can imagine how well it fared. The little hovercraft. It was reduced to a flaming fireball very, very quickly. His, he had a Saxon that he snuck in behind me, but then he ran away because I turned an Excalibur, the Simeon armor, and a ton of other stuff against it. I never realized Gauss shells punch through infantry bays really nicely. One, ah. one dead infantry immediately. Yeah. That ended in a draw, basically. So he's going to come back next turn because, like I said, he's obsessed. But he gets to bring 20% extra forces to try and wipe me out on the next turn. The other one was me attacking the spaceport. It didn't go well. I ended up going against a heavy lance with bad pilot. It was depressing. <laughs> I'll be honest. I had my Agriterra, my Malt, 
my Lu Weibing, and my Anubis. So that's three Multka. plasma. Modka. Sorry. <laughs> Sounds a bit like vodka. Say it. Modka. Say it. Modka. So that was three plasma rifles, an LB20, two LB10s, and a couple of PBCs against an Ostal, Ryokin, Rifleman, and a Warhammer. <laughs> Even with bad pilots, you can imagine how it went. I mean, you, you, you know, there's a random assignment and then there's the universe telling you that you're not going to win. Yeah. Yep. So we did six turns on that game, I think. I lost my tank because it took 142 damage in one turn. Don't it yeah. got absolutely pasted. But I did bring down his Warhammer and rip off half his rifleman. Two draws, but we got through five, six turns in a couple of hours. Nice. We'll return after these messages. Nutterwadding Wargamers Association presents the first ever Alpha Strike Tournament in Melbourne. Don't miss out on the heavy metal mayhem we are hosting on March the 3rd at the Blackburn RSL. You can sign up on our website at www.nwa.org.au. It will be a full day of Fast and Furious Battletech action with lots of Battletech fans from across Melbourne and Victoria. The day's games consist of four exciting scenarios that will test your force and its skills to its limits. In the first scenario, four of your mechs and your opponents will be marked with a bounty on their head. Can you claim your opponent's bounties before yours are claimed? For our second scenario, you will need to defend your base from destruction by your opponent while you seek to destroy their base. After a short break for lunch and socialising, the third scenario see players compete to intercept transmissions being sent from six points across the battlefield. Race to grab these points before your opponent claims them. The day ends with a domination scenario with both forces attempting to control a critical comms relay tower in the middle of the field. Can you get more weight on point than your opponent and take this final victory? Can you build a company or star to tackle all these challenges in a single day? Sign up early on the NWA website to secure your place at the NWA Alpha Strike Tournament and watch out for tips and tricks over the coming weeks. With the venue being conveniently close to public transport and with ample parking on the day, the event couldn't be easier to attend. For more details, including the players pack with all of the details, sign up today at www.nwa.org.au. And we're back. We're going to move on to the next segment now where we get to ask some quick fire questions which have never been answered quickly. So no pressure. Just give up That's on encouraging fire, because but... I won't answer quickly. <laughs> I'm trying to think. What's the longest questions we've had so far? Like 40 minutes? Oh, that's, that's <laughs> and there's the same questions that we're about to ask you. Let's get going, shall we? Dum, dum, dum. Dum. Falk, how did you get into Battletech? I bought a book. Excellent. That was quick. <laughs> <laughs> Go next. Throw it a clanner. No, actually, um, around uh, 94, 95, I bought Way of the Clans. And since then, I was ever hooked. Mm, right uh, um, I haven't read that. Yeah, and then basically, yeah, started buying some miniatures at some point, um, started playing the game. And then I got very heavily involved in, in organized play in Germany. Um, I'm amazed at the leagues that go on Macross, in Germany. They Germany. are so I, many I and they're so organized. I, I came just... in at like the the end of Macforce Germany. I know they're still around, but they're not what they used to be. Because mm. um, Macforce but... was an actual thing, wasn't it? Wasn't there a worldwide oh, mercenary thing? Never got you... into, into they much part... into that. So Macforce Germany, basically, you had okay. a chapter that was your unit. Yeah. And then um, you had academies you could go up in rank you had like random assignment of of replacement mix you would play against other chapters in in kind of a, a ranking and we would drive across germany to do this stuff i mean we, we literally 
drive. I mean, I know for New Zealanders, 400 kilometers to do something is not really a, a large distance. In mm-hmm. Germany, people don't do that. You know, if you drive for longer than an hour, it's a day trip. Yep. So, uh, but same same in know, the UK. You you like half an hour. You know, Friday afternoon, you come out of school or off your job. You get in the car. You drive. Four hours, five hours. I can you, see foul. You play a game. Tuning it down the autobahn. Here I was can't talking you? that I drove an hour and a half just to pick up some Belgic stuff. Yeah, I know, but Germany is different in that. It's regard. it's not done in Europe. No, and then you play for five hours, yep. and then you get back in the car because you have no accommodation planned, and you drive back, and you're home at Tomorrow. five a.m. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and wow. you're like, oh, that went well. Nobody fell asleep at the wheel, at least not that we noticed. It feels like it needs some Lord of the Rings montage music as you're traveling along there. Yeah, pretty much. No, but it was no, it needs epic Bloodhound stuff. Gang, get up, you're asleep at the wheel. <laughs> yeah. Get up, you're asleep at the wheel. Get up, you're <laughs> no, asleep at the wheel. Doesn't, doesn't sound epic enough. I was going, no sleep till Brooklyn, but that's good. Yes, Beastie Boys. <laughs> yeah. That's another classic. Um, so um, I, at some point, you have Endgame, you have Basically, everything stops. You have father just saying, oh, we had enough. Let's go home. And then I actually um, supported Wizkids and ClickTex as an um, official part of their promotion team, whatever we were called back in the day, until my studies got a bit too demanding. And then mm-hmm. around 2004, 2005, I basically took a break until the Kickstarter. And then with the Kickstarter, I told to my wife, hey, they're finally doing what I ever wanted them to do. I will get into this hobby. Good luck to us all. And she was like, I have no idea what you're talking about, but if it makes you happy, go for it. I believe. So, were you a clo- yeah, at that stage a closet Battletech fan? Your wife never knew about it. And then suddenly, ah, I'm coming out of the closet. Um, no, she is. Well, can he's got can you lot, really hide it? No. I was going to say, he's got a lot of stuff to hide. It'd be easier to hide a body. Hey, he was talking about the poster above his bed earlier, I think. No, but it, well, that you, was, he admitted he didn't see any action. That was before I met my wife. Um, anyway, um, no, it, actually, my, my, my wife saw the stuff I still had at my parents' place. So she knew I was into all of this miniature wargaming and things. And I played other things in between. I played a lot of boat action um, in between and things like that. So I have a couple of, of World War II armies around. And I mean, it's just a creative hobby that's... Mm-hmm. Except it, it's funny how much more acceptable it is here than in, in Germany. In Germany, you would not go like and say, hey, by the way, I play 40k. And here you can actually admit that or pen and paper yep. is the same you would never go in germany when you say oh i play dungeons and dragons it was the same Back in, in the, the day same people the would be like okay you go straight into oh, yeah. I, was like that. I was like that in the yeah. 90s you just didn't admit stuff yeah. like that i had i was 16 i a woman was trying to track down because her 12 year old kids wanted to play D mm. and she didn't know where to go who to talk to it was so hard to find anybody and it's just like um she just found me randomly when I was trying to buy a D&D book off the shelf. Like that. Secretly walking up. There's like, a nerd! Like, Get him! Yeah, 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 it was like ambushed on the spot. Can you teach my kid? This but is just, a, wow. Okay. Just to drag out this answer a bit more. Um, Please Besides Macforce Germany, we also had for a wee while, I think they're also still around, but um, called Team Trueborn. And they Team Trueborn. Team Trueborn. Uh, this is and sounding they, interesting. It was also organized play, but on a individual level. Yeah. And they set up a couple of um, online communities and online tools where you could just register your unit, you join a house, then you play each other. Mm-hmm. And you basically, 
you get victory points if you win a game and then you can unlock a second lance and a third lance and tank support and infantry support and at some point you have a battalion that you can pick and choose from and um, in the background you would have your house of faction leaders who would get salvage through your games it was all like you know after the game you put in a report what's salvageable what's destroyed you and they would assign you your replacement and that was really fun and i got quite involved with that and um, was faction leader at some point for for different factions and then it's always funny because people go like oh in in like the the intro tech oh i just i killed this warhammer k variant and i would really like it as a replacement for this other thing i lost and if not i get really upset and they were like yeah sure yeah take this <laughs> um i was fucking jealous <laughs> that, that was great because it was at during my studies so i was in a reasonably big town and there was like a dozen to 20 people playing i mean we played on on the tabletop we played a lot of mega mega played mega mega on the um student accommodation intranet against people who lived mm. across the, the road basically shit tons of organized play and it's something that i always really enjoyed and they're kind of missing now i mean we kind of in our group try to do a little bit of organized play with the tokyo stuff and with the solaris 7 and so on but just having this these tools that make it easy that's really i i hope that we see that a bit more mm. Yes, definitely, because I'm, I'm going, oh, yeah, trying to go through the thing and then organizing the Battle of Tukit for six players. And it's just like, wow, this is, this is a better. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah, I can do it. It's yeah. just taking me a bit to get, well, get I think this is, it. I think this is where the MRC probably mm. comes in because there is organized play with standings and they're hosting tournaments yeah. like every few months now. It was last year when I played, there was two tournaments. Yeah. This year, there's already been like two or three. Yeah, that's where I'm getting some of the stuff from. Is hmm. that um, yeah. why the BSPs are controlled by princes? Yeah. So the I, I think the difference with the tournament is that you have the pressure to play your games, mm -hmm. while with organized play, you basically play when you want to. Well, that's the that's the thing about the MRC. You don't have to play in the tournaments. The tournaments are standalones. Oh, okay. MRC is just you hit the server, Discord, whatever, and go. Who wants to play? And you just say, I've got this amount of BV, and then they match it. Yeah, okay. So That's it. Hmm. The tournament is only if you want to. Everything counts towards your standings. But anyway, I think um, our goal should be to get the official MechForce New Zealand started, right? I, I, cricket. I think you just volunteer. I think to he run just, it. yeah. You just yeah. do it some cricket he's sounds. Some <laughs> he's got some experience. You know, this man should be starting it. Dude, don't, know, don't get. I no. can't tell you the palpitations I just had. So I'm going, <laughs> how much time will that take? <laughs> oh, it's simple. There we go. So there we go. Easy. <laughs> yep. No, as, uh, as, as having seen the MacForce Germany, which would likely be bigger, those are still stuff that people did in their free time i mean yes it takes time but it's not like a full-time well, job write something up and we'll we'll chat about it as a group <laughs> well, do well it and make sure yeah no we we, we sent a, a um we, we do a nice letter to catalyst like saying hello we are some hobby enthusiasts can you please allow us to use the name backforce new zealand that's all it takes to well, start. Write, write the letter but put it in German because Randall likes <laughs> Randall likes Germany. He's, he's just to Germany he's just, this year, isn't he? Oh, he's, he's, just, been, he's done already done a tour. Just done he was Germany. there for like a month or so. Well, 
He's still doing a tour at the moment for this whole year, isn't he? You know, (laughs) 12 years ago, I had the opportunity to pitch that straight to the man, but I didn't know yet. (laughs) Well, let's do it now. Let's move on. Let's do it now. (laughs) Okay, next question. Spheral or Klanner? Klanner or Mercenary. Oh, that's right. I I literally have one lance of house troops. And those are Kurita. Really? (laughs) Yeah, the, I can. I show. I point them out later. Okay. But everything else I have painted is clan or mercenaries. Fair enough. And yeah, uh, health horses. I mean, yeah, this we've, like, we know you're a pony favorite. Well, yeah. they they are on their way out, as far as I can tell. But um, it's not. It was a good run. Okay. Nick con- con- get constantly getting lost by the authors is a fun thing to do. <laughs> Trust me, as a word of Blake person, it's just like, oh, that wasn't handled very well. Can we come back? <laughs> no, you can't. Not even lip. No. Uh-huh. Oh, our enemy shows weakness. Start an invasion. Oh, wait. Why are they doing that? This is the story of the Hell's Horses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, make that broke or breaks your heart? The Savage Wolf or Madcat Mark whatever. Four or five by that? Three or four? Uh, or I have five? no idea. I think it's the four. And oh my god, who? Why? Okay. So you built a new Clan Wolf mech, so it has to be a Clan Wolf mech and look like every other Clan Wolf mech, which is like two PPCs and some missiles. Remember but that then, retcon thing that I said earlier? But then you <laughs> copy the worst Timberwolf version that there is, which is, I think, the Timberwolf D, and it was already horrible back in the day because nobody needs two, two rear-facing streak SRM6. It's the stupidest use of like six tons of tonnage and oh my god rear-facing weapons can be done but they don't need to be done that excessively it's like oh i have a ghost rifle but it only shoots backwards what's the freaking point just... that mech would be perfect if all of the missile tubes would point in hey, the right direction be for Le- leal unit once the you know their political officer's gone you know run from the hill you know, if you have like an archer that just stands around and easily, like, it's not supposed to move. Yes, you have something to protect your rear. If you're in a freaking savage wolf, you don't need to protect your rear because... See, I have a counter-argument to that because I'm just looking at the record sheet. 3136. So the clans have had, what, 80-odd years to get used to Innisfear fighting, which is, we're going to stab you in the back. Dude, they brought the Timberwolf D along in the invasion. Mm-hmm. Which has. Which has exactly the same loadout. Yep. But think about it. I think. (laughs) I I thought, I don't value your opinion. (laughs) Shut up. No, I don't either. They're too expensive for what they are. But I mean, it kind of makes sense in some way, but yeah, it doesn't in another way. (laughs) You're wrong. You're just there we go. It's the folk yeah. effects coming full on through. You're wrong. (laughs) No, I mean, it's just. Yeah, no. It's set because I like the design too. It's one of the better looking click text designs. It looks cool. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. There's some mix again. I choose because they look cool, but yeah. game wise, they just suck. I mean, at least by now, I think it's an Omni Mech. It wasn't in the click text, or not. I, I don't know. Maybe it was, but it never was obvious for me. So it, it has some alternative configurations that are quite good. I think there's one with ATMs that yep. I would actually. Uh, so that's the A, play. two yeah. ER large lasers, two ATM9s, and four small pulse lasers. Okay, so I correct All forward myself. forward-facing. Savage Wolf Prime. Yep, it's the Prime. And anyway. the B is a large improved heavy laser, a HAG-30, and an ATM9. And I have another one. And there's uh, the C, which is two oh, ER large, <laughs> two medium, 
two medium poles and two LRM15s. So the Prime does seem a little weird. And the other one that I think not even Stuart can defend is the Jekyll. The Jekyll is a oh. pretty cool concept of a basically it's a bit like the Pack Hunter. It's a very fast PPC which, carrier. Which Jackal? The standard Jackal. Jackal, okay. 3052 one? The, the one that does not have double heat sinks. <laughs> so he's referring to the uh, JAKL 1532, which moves 711, has an ER PPC, one streak SRM2, and an anti missile system. And how many heat sinks? 11. 11 How singles. How much heat do you singles. get from an inner sphere yeah, PPC? 15. And why did nobody put a double heat sink in the I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I can remember looking at the Jackal because I found the model. Yeah. I found the model and went, wow, that looks really cool. That's an egg on Lex with a PPC stuck on one side. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. I got the model. I was yeah. so excited. I was like, oh, this looks really cool. And then I looked at the record sheet and just went, Oh, I didn't read how many... So, how many and, and, no, it's got. actually not really 7-Eleven. The first <laughs> round, it's going to be 7-Eleven. From then on out, it's going to be 6-9. Or 5-8. Yeah. No, it can't. No, it's immediately... No, because it can't get that hot. Yeah. And oh, Actually, it can, if you run, shoot, anti-missile system streak, everything. That's 15, the only way that you're going to become 5-8. Okay. 20, but, but, so you're going to go 9 over. I mean, I'm, If you alpha everything. No, no, but you allow for the heat for running. Yeah, twenty with running. Yeah, so that's so oh, you're gonna yeah, be nine. Heat you're gonna be nine over heat twice in the thing. But it, <clears throat> technically, this jackal is really a six-nine unit. And yeah, with the minus one to hit. Um, yes. <laughs> so and I'm, no, I'm usually well. always the guy who says, "Oh no, you have to look from the in-universe perspective." And you know, there's reason yep. why this mech is that. Wait, but the Jekyll is just, I have no idea. This, this is almost like it was an things. admin error in the factory and they just forgot to change, like put two times on the heat sinks. I was just like, how bad can it be? Pfft. Oh. <laughs> but, um, 3052, who had double heat sinks proliferate? Draconis combo? 55. Yeah, but not design. everybody that early had double well, heat we, sinks. Well, we know on. that the uh, Jenna, which Jenna is it? Uh, yeah, what about the Jenna you were oh, mentioning? With the, Falk is looking the so angry. <laughs> He's looking so angry. Dude, you want, to, you want to keep this under three hours? We're not talking about yes, the rattlesnake. Just looking at the time. Let's yeah, go. The rattlesnake has no reason to exist. And that's all I say. Have you, have you actually mentioned it on the forums? <laughs> no. <sighs> Falk doesn't want to be hated by everyone. The problem is if I go on the forum and tell them what's wrong with their mech, they just get get upset. They don't want to hear the truth. They don't get upset. They don't want to hear the truth. I bet they Um, get upset because you just tell them the regrets. Favorite mech. (laughs) Yeah, I think we see a theme here, and it has been mentioned before, I think even by Stuart as a proper mech. Dog A. And yeah, the A is pretty close to perfection. Yep. No. Okay. That's pretty easy. Horses played. Um, wow, you are really spinning through these things. So oh, the, we have to. I'm going to keep you on track. Okay. The Omen would be a close second, um, basically because it has a very good loadout. It's a bit slow. 85 ton Irklan era Snow Rave mech. Um, LBX 10, ATM 12, and a couple of lasers. So like classic assault, but well done. Okay. And looks um, cool. Going back to this then, favorite mech that you like the look of? Purely mm. just looks only. It's it's likely still the Mad Dog. Okay. Um, I like my my. Chicken. You're not stealing my poster then. You're no. <laughs> but so, pure aesthetics. I would likely. Uh, it's also a good make, but the Devastator. Oh yes. I like that thing. I like the look of that. Yeah. I never knew what that was until I played it in the Two Kid campaign. 
and then I got ripped apart by it. Well, we all learn something new every day. <laughs> we do. <laughs> anyway, back to forces played. <laughs> that might take a while <laughs> because you've seen. <laughs> Joe, go through the list. Um, okay, so Just... my my main force is Clan Hell's Horse Omega Kishik. Um, which I try to get to full strengths, like the full cluster with all of the weird bits and bobs like aerospace fighters and um, battle armor and tanks. Um, I also have clan forces. So I, it's, a, it's a funny story because there's like a painting project thingy on a German forum I'm on. And it's basically you paint a certain amount of miniatures every month or every six weeks, depending which version you do. It's basically for, for it's called P500 because it comes from Warhammer where you would do a 500 point block oh, yeah. every mm -hmm. six weeks. And there's nothing to win or whatever, but I usually do that just for to, to get a bit of feedback and engagement for what I'm doing. And I did, during lockdown, I did a project called the Delta Variant, which was like I painted a star of each Delta Galaxy um, I wanted to. So I have Delta Galaxy stars for Jade Falcon, Ghost Bear, Wolf, Smoke Jaguar, Star Adders, and Coyotes. Um, I have a company of Grave Walker mercenaries. I have two homebrew mercenaries. And I have a whole bunch of half-done stuff that I won't go into here because it might take a done while. Yep. We've seen them. There are many, many of them. I'm asking the next one. Shut your face. What is the worst mech in the universe and why is it the urban mech? True. why you want it, Dan. I respect the urban mech for being able to hurt something. Mm, you're skirting dangerously close to saying something nice about it. Think about it. Hey, a stinger can do but that without medium laser. In, in my mind, <laughs> pew, pew. one of the worst mechs in classic is the quick draw, the normal quick draw. Why the fuck would you put two medium lasers into the rear when you barely have enough weapons in the front to do anything? And this thing, completely bizarre if you go into the history, because it was developed as a replacement for the rifleman. Yep. You know, the rifleman, that thing, that anti-aircraft thing that people put in the front line and then wonder why it dies, that has like decent amount of weapons and some armor. I mean, not a lot. No, actually, okay. Scrap that. It has some weapons. doesn't have heat things or armor. So let's replace it with something that's faster, has like Hon more armor, but basically no weapons. Hey, you can go 585, but you have nothing to shoot because you have an LRM-10 as your main weapon on a 60-ton mech. You have two medium lasers and you have an SRM-4. And then they went like, ah, oh, hey, we need a replacement for the rifleman. Let's make it a ballerina. Because that's what it is. It's a fragile little ballerina. <laughs> it's literally in the fluff that it has like the super foot actuators where it can go up and down slopes better than other mechs. It jumps around. It maybe looks pretty if you put a tutu on it. But it's like I don't want, wouldn't be caught dead in one of those things. It gets significantly better in Alpha Strike. I think he's triggered by the urban <laughs> mech memes and he needs to get away from it. I like the quick draw. <laughs> what? Not, not, Why? What no, 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 not, not that one that you're talking about. I like the one with the sword, because that has one job: run at other things and stab it. There's also yeah, the, there's a quick draw with a sword. I looked at the variants, and none of the variants fixes anything. Nope. Because I, I love how it, there's a variant where they go like, oh, 
Because most mech warriors would like their weapons in the front and not the back, we flipped the medium lasers. But then we put the SRM rear facing. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you want to do? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I think Falk missed so. the point of the question. <laughs> this is the problem. The uh, rabbit hole. So what about the urban mech? I respect the urban mech for its ability to hurt something. I'm cutting this question. <laughs> it has an AC-10. And AC-10 is reasonably scary if you're under, what, 50 tons? But you can't catch anything. Oh, no. It's not, oh, I mean... Oh, no. The quick draw gets worse. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yes. 3049, yeah. the LRM-10, the two medium lasers, the two medium facing rear ones, and then the one-shot SRM-4. I think they put an Artemis on the LRM-10, which is also kind of a waste of a ton of stuff, but... And, and then this one. But then they have this weird experimental thing that has like handheld weapons and it looks slightly more efficient, but it's also really weird to just like this mech sucks. Let's There's one with le a let him carry an LBX ten. There's one with a lift hoist. <coughs> yeah, no no in the you rear. know why it in has the rear. you know why it has that. That's the one that has handheld weapons and it can put one handheld weapon in the stupid lift hoist and switch it. Because uh, it's a quick draw, like a gunslinger. I have no idea what they were smoking. Okay, anyway, continuing. Good? No, I'm busy. Hold on. <laughs> he, he, Hold on. You, you shot him down, you know. <coughs> he, he I, I had problems with this question. Like, if someone didn't do what I wanted, what am I going to do? <laughs> now I know. Now I know. <laughs> uh, where, is trying, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? He's trying to justify it. Your base comes under attack from an unknown force. You hop in your hot seat. Connect your neuro helmet and slam in your cherished eight-track cassette. What's the first song that's blasting out of those external speakers? Oh, external speakers! Damn it! If I could broadcasting the changes. Okay, let's, no, let's, no, let's, no, let's, do, <laughs> let's do two versions. Do one for you and one for everyone else. I already have two versions of the. Oh my goodness! <laughs> okay, go um, on then. No, um, S Clan. Mm -hmm. Protest the hero, blood meat. I don't know this one. Yeah, course, I don't know no, this one at all. No, you, but that's I it's have a, a German one, is it? No, it's no. Protest the hero. I think it might be Canadians, maybe Americans. Who knows? You'd be surprised what I know. I don't recognize that one. Protest the hero, blood meat. Excellent song for a clanner. As in a sphere, I go with a reasonably local band from the West Island, Parkway Drive. I don't know if you heard of them. No, metalcore stuff. I think one of their first albums is called Don't Close Your Eyes. And the intro track is the audio from Neo Genesis Evangelion, End of Evangelion, uh, where the Suka is trapped underwater and the angel is talking to her. And she just repeats, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. I don't want to uh, die. It gets, yeah. so it gets louder and louder. And in the end, then in the end, she screams, I don't want to die. This is when my mech is completely <laughs> you know, fired up. And then the first track, Smoke the smoke him If You Got Them, starts. And it's literally just the thing shouting die 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 a couple of times and then um the challenge is to bring the first enemy down within one minute before the first broken comes up in the track listen to this song it's awesome okay best battle tech maneuver slash game moment. game slash moment um i go with chapter fight i think against the hamburg Husas. And I had a Marauder 2. We had two Marauder 2s, which was like completely overkill. <laughs> Didn't help us in the end. But I was like, oh, there's a Thunderbolt on 18 hexes. Mm, I mean, that's that's PPC range. PPC shots don't cost anything. 
I'll hit you on a 12. 12. Okay, where do I hit you? Snake eyes. Do I do a crit? Yes. Ah, what do I hit? Gyro. First turn, first shot, thunderbolt, gyro. The player was not happy. That's why I did to Ben with his atlas. Yeah. After he's like, no, I'm really nervous about <laughs> this one. It's like, it'll be fine. Yeah. AC5 to the chest. Yeah. I'd rather, any day of the week, I'd rather have an engine hit rather than a gyro. Yeah, gyro any... just fucks you up. Right. Next question. Mm. If you could change one rule in Battletech, what would it be? That's a tough one. I, I am still of the opinion that conventional troops should die quicker. The resilience of tanks at the moment is ridiculous. You can't bring down the tank. So I think... <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but no, I, I, I hear what you're getting... Uh, what you're saying, but um, I don't still care. in no, no, in the previous editions, and I think we discussed that at some point. Um, you did get very angry at one you, stage. You you killed tanks much quicker mm-hmm. or much much easier because you um, get better crits, basically, if I remember correctly, or more crits. And well, the crits were like four immobilized, five crew is dead, six explodes. So that that was kind of the the thing, you know. Once you get a crit. On mm-hmm. the tank, it was pretty much in trouble. And now you go like, oh, yeah, I have to roll for crits, and then it might not do anything, and this and that. And I, I just feel especially assault tanks who can have as much armor as they want, more or less. Um, it, it's just horrible. You can't bring those things down. And I think that takes away from the focus on battle mix. Because if I have to wor- worry more about your behemoth tank than about your behemoth mech, then something's... Yeah, I've, quite I've, right. worked, I've worked, I've since theory crafted how to take out tanks better and it requires fast moves, SRMs. You need this, the side arc to increase your crit chance or rear arc. Yeah. And SRMs are one of the best for doing it. LBX is the second yeah. best. Mm-hmm. You just, you got it, but you got to get on that side arc for that extra chance to mm. make it worthwhile. Does heat convert into extra damage for vehicles? There is, heat does, no. there, there's a, if, if you do Inferno... For heat, you roll a crit chance with a plus two or minus two modifier, um, because that's what I did with Lamp, you know. Yeah. You you only you only know, do a chance of a crit, and it's not as good on the crit chance because you roll on the crit chance, but you roll at a minus four, so something like that. So the Just, best result, you know, I can't remember what it is. Off it's kind of fair enough because I mean a lot of vehicles don't care if they're on fire. Mm. Um. However, in <laughs> Alpha, Alpha Strike, though, if you have heat, you do twice the damage. Against the vehicle, something mm. like that. The, the Nova, no, the, what's just happened? LVO list that just won. LVO, listening to it, lots of heat. And it might, and it was listening to it, it's just like, <laughs> he, he didn't do damage, he did heat. Mm-hmm. And it really, he, he got maximum 20 points. Yeah, but it's, it's Alpha Strike. It's again, it's a tournament standard and it's the same as 40k, you can game it. And every year it gets gamed, and every year it gets amended, and then the new game comes well, out. Well, 350 uh, trying your best to do that. Anyway, next. Okay, looking into the future, where's the ill clan heading for you and your clan? <laughs> Destruction. Isn't that what? 40k universe? Uh, sorry, sorry, not the 40k universe, Battletech universe. Right. Everything looks like it's going to get... No, it's okay. It's interesting. Some survivors will survive somewhere on an obscure planet, and they'll be found, and they'll be... Used as it, a secret it, police force or something. It's actually interesting because we're kind of... What what many people don't realize is that we're backfilling history again because mm-hmm. we already know 3250, the third Stardex still exists. 
they have likely conquered most of the inner sphere, if not all. And um, so it basically, so what, what's going on where we left off last book was Dominion Divided, if I remember right. And this is basically the ghost yep. bears are now on their way to Lucian for some reason or whatever, after killing each other for no reason. Um, no, we don't uh, need to discuss that part no, because yeah, it will yeah, take a while. We'll not go there. We'll not go there. Elaric said Gospiers can join the Star Leagues, but mm. only as like Only if there's partners. a unanimous vote. No, 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 no. He said you can come into the Star League, but we, you won't have the same status as the others. That's what he said, because you're Warden. And the Star League, if you look at what, what's in the intro text of the TROs, they talk of Warden as a failed philosophy. So they are hard, only Crusader accounts anymore and with wolves falcons and smoke jaguars that kind of makes sense so what i think happens is and this is a very hot take i no, think the capellans i think the capellans will join the star league without a fight because it worked very well for them with the second star league <laughs> and they come in and then you have the third star league already like cutting the inner sphere in half Davian and Kurita are on each other's throat. So Capella goes like, okay, we join your Star League, but we go towards Davian and everything we conquered, we keep. And Wolves go like, yeah, that sounds like a good plan. Then at some point, the Ghost Bears will um, join. And at that point, the Hell Horses are done because they're basically wedged in between the Ghost Bears and the Falcons, and they will just die. I'm pretty sure they... I mean, they said, oh, nah, we're not joining your club. <laughs> Hell's Horses, though, have a lot more forces than Jade Falcon at the moment, currently, don't they? Jade but Falcon's Hell's Horses really... also have the tradition of, hey, a great opportunity, let's bungle it in the worst case the authors can come up with. <laughs> He's just described Starscream. Hell Horses are Starscream. I've got a cunning plan. It can't fail. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so that, that's what, what I think. I think that literally one of the houses will join the Star League and that will tip it into their favor. And I, it would be cool if it's Capella. I don't think it will be. But <laughs> just imagine they show up on Terra and say like, hey, we're here to join. And the wolves are like, okay. <laughs> but I have another theory about the Ilkhan era. Yeah. And it's around <laughs> the gunslingers. I don't know if it's so... Yep. So basically... The, the Star League Academy. Well, the gunslingers in the third Star League seem to be some kind of traveling circus that goes to different arenas and fight for entertainment. Seriously, it's okay. I mean, they are doing reenactments of of great fights of the past, like the Tukayit book that we're using for the campaign yeah. has this foreword where they go. Like, I, I oh, did see the gunslinger bit. I didn't read it though. Yeah, no, she's she's like, oh yeah, we did all of this research for the two hundred year anniversary reenactment. The ECA. So, but. To come back to the gunslingers, well, that doesn't disappoint me. There's at only all. a couple of them named. I think it's three, and I forgot the third one. Sorry, but one is um, has is a Merrick, mm -hmm. and the other one is Sotek, which are both like quite famous names. So my theory is they are not actually part of House Merrick or House Sotek. Those are honor names that they won in the arena, and it's the inner sphere equivalent of blood names where the Stardic went to each of the houses and say, give me 20 names that will be your version of the blood names, and then people can win them in the arenas. Heard it here first. We'll see how that pans out. I can't tell you how much I hate the idea of that. 
me too. <laughs> but I mean, hey. But it, yeah, I, it was like oh. it fits within clans needing names, and that you know they yeah. they really put emphasis on blood names and everything else. It does kind of make sense. Exactly. I, I was like, oh, why why are those like sortic? That's like why why would you know this house still exist and has the most famous gunslinger or whatever? And I was like. Oh, because she's not actually related to Arden Sortek. She just won that name in the arena. Mm-hmm. And that's why that's where their status comes from. Because if we assume that the Third Star League follows the clan model, then you mm-hmm. no longer have a last name. You know. Yeah. Now, something we haven't done before, and I'm not surprised he did it. Falk wants us to ask us the following questions. But apparently it's fine because he's going to ask us back. I assume he just wants to lord 30 years of collecting over us. So I, I come on, let's a, go. I set a precedence for the guests asking you questions, so you have we to do some thinking them. too. We just never usually get the request in writing. The fun thing is I don't have the questions ready to ask you, so <laughs> let me look them up. Okay, so question number one. What is the most prized Battletech possession? Yeah. Who wants to go first? Go on then, Falk. I would say it's the, the Macquarie Online poster that I brought back from Gen Con with the signatures of... Herb Bayers, Brent Evans, Lauren Coleman, and Randall Bills, which is really cool because you just go to their booth and you go like, hey, you're Randall Bills. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, hey, can you sign that for me? Sure. Do you want this guy to sign it too? I have no idea who that is, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> Herb, come over here and sign this. Okay. <laughs> and then you... Nice. Lots yes, of jealousy. Yes, great, great interactions. What about you, Joe? Do- no. I'll go with you. I don't have that many treasured possessions. I suppose it's got to be one of my box sets. I've got second, third, and fourth edition. So probably the fourth, because that's where I came in. Plus, it's got the cool atlas on the front. <laughs> and it's mint in box. Nice. That's uh, a good one. I've got two. So my you have. TRO3025 is from when I first started playing Battletech. It wasn't even my book originally, but I brought it off the guy who stopped playing Battletech. I was waiting thing, for, I, I scored I it all. It. I scored <laughs> it all as the, the book might be falling apart, you know, and everything, but it's the original book that I played with. Um, and the second one is one that I just scored the four posters, the blueprint posters. Yeah. I'm just so immensely happy I scored them. A friend of mine's got the blueprint of this, the wasp and the marauder on his doors in his house type thing. Mm. And I'm, I've been jealous of him having those for decades. It's just so, having the originals. It's yeah. just like, yeah, I know. Oh. It's, it's nice to have originals, isn't it? And yeah. with the box, I think the box is just... The box is falling apart, but it's having that box as but well. But it's amazing, it. yeah, just because I don't think I've even ever seen the box. Yeah, I'm just so fucking happy that I've got Get them. some karma, put it on Reddit. Yeah, Yeah. Um, no, seriously, it's luckily. I'm going to post pictures up once I've got them in frames, because yeah. I've, I've looked at them quickly, but I'm not unfolding them until they're ready to go into <laughs> poster frames. Fair enough. I'm just so happy about that. Yeah. What item would you like to add to your collection? I have to admit, I don't own a printed copy of the technical readout 3067, and I really would like one. That's kind of achievable. Hey, everyone, <laughs> that's, you got that's a like a minor footnote. And... <laughs> what? <laughs> but He's got to complete the collection. It's like Pokemon. You've got to get them all. Yeah. And the, the actual unattainable thing that would be really cool is the poster with the topless Natasha Kerensky, which is slightly yeah. misleading because she's not topless. She still has her cooling vest on. Yep. But it's the cover of the Tates of the Black Widow. It was it was one print run and then yeah, they had to got, change it. It got changed between yep. the promotional poster and the actual <laughs> cover of the huh. book. I didn't know this. Yes, wow. yeah, the, the, one, the one with her with the bikini. Yeah, she doesn't have the bikini on the first print. Huh, okay, wow. I don't new. even know why I know that. Because I taught you, likely. 
No, I read it yeah, somewhere. Because no. the guy had a picture of it. Because he knows someone that has has the poster. Yeah, that's... Uh, and then um, everyone was nerding out. And I was like, I don't get it. Yeah. But... <laughs> No, it's not. It's not because she's topless. It's because it's like one of the yep. rarest BattleTech related things in yep. proven to be in existence. Stuart, <laughs> I would like the. Uh, oh, I know. It's really sad, actually. <laughs> so when I was younger, it's I also had topless Natasha Koretsky. <laughs> topless uh, Natasha Koretsky body pillow. It's <laughs> my wefu. <laughs> um, no. I think it's probably just getting the elemental toad from the Battletech toys. Oh, yeah, that's a cool one too, yeah. Mm. What would I like to add to my collection? Probably, I'd just like the original, all the original TROs. All the original TROs. I've got just about most of them, but I still need the original 30, 3057? Mm. With the Battle Space one. Oh, 57. 57, I, think, yeah. I still need that. Yeah. Oh, Addendum to mine. I know what else I would like. Oh, and I want the cards. I want the but, all the CGG, all the collectible card game. I'd love it. I'd love a set of We're that. getting there between the two of us. Yeah. I, I tell you, what I want the Mech Identity cards. Oh yeah, that came with. Oh god, which Third? it was. Did it come with a PC game? Oh, those ones. Yeah. Nope, don't know the ones you're talking about. I think it's they... similar to the pilot cards we get. Or the yeah, the but they were just the Mech there. ones. Yeah. Was it Mech Commander they came with? No, it wasn't Mech Commander. No? Okay. It was one of the Mech Warrior games. I think it was a game. Okay, continuing yeah. on yep. anyway. <clears throat> yep. Favorite Last fiction. Last question. Yep. No, favorite, favorite fiction. Yeah, favorite fiction. You said favorite. fraction. I said fiction. It's fraction. <laughs> <laughs> um, favorite fiction at the moment, because it changes over time, but um, or actually has been for a long time, Shadows of Face Chapter 1, which is the death of Jamie Wolf. And oh my god, just those first lines was like, great one to all dragoons, Wolf actual down. You go like, and you start reading and you go like, oh, yeah, can't be that bad. I mean, okay, yeah, some fighting on out. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh my god. Oh my god. And the wolf dragoons go crazy. Yeah, but also this, that was like, where you go like, okay, so this jihad business will fuck things up. Yeah. There will be blood and there will be a lot. Mm-hmm. And this is literally like the be- the whole conditioned feral thing. There's another short story I haven't read yet. It's actually called Feral or Conditioned Feral, which is about some wolf dragoons raiding a word of Blake compound or Comstar compound when they get the conditioned feral thing through. And it must have been days after Jamie Wolf actually died, and they go berserk up to a point where a clanner that's with them goes like, can we just stop killing everybody? <laughs> <laughs> to me, it, it, I don't want to go back to it, but it reminds me of the, the Black Rage for um, Blood Angel. Yeah. It's it, just, it just, that switch is pulled and that's it. It's, it's like just having that drilled into your troops. So like you get this command and everybody is an enemy. If you're not sure you're an enemy, you give them one chance to, yeah. to surrender. And after that, they are an enemy. Yeah. And they go through with it. And it's, it's funny, actually, because when you read all the Jamie Wolf bits, you like when uh, Jason Youngblood meets him, mm. he's, he asks him, how do you do that? Yeah. It's like, you don't have a scratch on that mech, and we've just fought clanners for five days. And he's just like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> Plot on. Can't, can't touch this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My one's nice and simple. I'll give you the Lyran Commonwealth. <laughs> Love that. No! <laughs> Love that. I, 
and I just want to see a red wedding version now. I'd love <laughs> yeah. to see that. You know, you could you could easily envision it. But no you one know, dies in that, do they? They just like wave them off. Bye. See you in a few weeks. Well, I I could easily see uh, you know if it was a TV show or whatever type thing. You'd see the the wedding. I give you the lone cover, and then during the process of the wedding, they'd do cutscenes of the the forces invading type thing every so often. I I just want to see the Capellan ambassador trying to take Morgan Kelt's plate off him. <laughs> of to read what's underneath. Is, is, that plan? Plan? <laughs> is that your battle plan? Is that your battle plan? Give it to me. <laughs> so well done. Yes, I love that. I was one that that was weird. Anyone else hear that? Just me. Yeah, Probably you. Bees in my head. Definitely. Anyway. Crazy. Old Irata. Pipes. Irata, mm. before we move into your room. We didn't screw anything up last episode. Hooray! At least no one complained. I may have given up. No, <laughs> no I, I don't. I just don't think you talked about anything important, so. <laughs> well, seriously. Burn. No, right. no, you're getting... that goals, mainly? Uh, it's... I, I think it comes with the confidence that you now have that it's less obvious when you just say something wrong because you act like it's right. Or we just hey, don't care. It's our bullshit levels. <laughs> exactly. Right. We're going to return after these messages with boxes of toys because we're going to go raid the room now. If you touch my stuff. <laughs> we'll return after these messages. If there's anyone out there in range of Northeast Arkansas. We're having a spring tournament in Alpha Strike, March 9th, hosted at the Gamers Haven. Deadline for entry is March 2nd. You just go to a tiny URL, all caps, NEA-BT-ST-2024, and that will take you to basically the sign-up sheet. If you look in the description, there'll be the tournament packet. Yeah, we're just gonna show up. We got 16 slots, some Alpha Strike, fairly quick games, boom, 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 boom. Come by. So we welcome you back. And we're going back into everyone's favorite one where we astound Jamal with another mech. It's what the mech! Dun, 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 dun. We need to come up with a little cheesy tune. So Falk has prepared two mechs for Jamal. And you have just given him the first one, which is the... Omega Paul. Um, well, what? That, that's not his full name. <laughs> What's his full name, Stuart? Yep. It's Paul the... Samurai Minotaur. Oh, okay. I thought you were just calling him that. Like, no, no, it nonchalantly. is his actual, is his actual yeah, so official name. So. This, if no one knows, is from Solaris 7 Map Pack. And the rule is, when you enter Ishiyama tunnels, there is an opponent in there who is basically the Minotaur from the Greek myth. Yeah, so they, they have a normal match, but they may introduce a third mech, which is always heavier than the two that are already fighting, and it just stalks the tunnels. And, mm -hmm. and is... you hope you don't bump into it. Yeah. So Falk came up with... This is Assault? So, no, when, no, when, both, yeah, when no. both opponents They're are heavy. Assault, the yeah. um, fluff only, the text only says they sent in a modified Omega. But yep. there's no real version. Okay. Or... Yeah, but this this one so is meant one. to be taking on heavies. Assault. So this one's in assault. a tunnel. In a tunnel in Ishiyama under Ishiyama. I guess. I'll just say this flatly: this thing's fucking scary. <laughs> so this is advanced tech Omega. So we've got a walk of two, run of three. He's got an LBX twenty. It's a hundred and fifty tons. <laughs> I was going to get to that bit at the end. I think you need to establish that it's okay. 150 tons. It's an Omega. People know what an Omega is. Well, no, because we just... There's three Omegas now. 
there's a lot of Omegas. Isn't it kind of like an Omnimech? No, it's a, an apocryphal battle technology one that we did last episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then it's the Omega, which is the... No, the, there is one. I think it's just a battle mech. Anyway, so check. this is the cool Omega. And this is the third one now. <laughs> this is the third one. So it has three LBX-20s, ER small laser, and two heavy Gauss rifles because you never wanted to walk anywhere anyway. Is it the heavy Gauss that you need to do a pilot check after firing? Yeah, but it's 150 tons, so I don't think it will fall. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember the rules. So, Jamal, if this comes out of the dark in a tunnel while you're in your atlas, eject, how worried are you? <laughs> eject, eject, eject. Oh, my. Surely, God. surely, though, with the minimum distance, you just have to get within four. See, so. and this is a case where you maybe want to have one of the LBX-20 Facing rear, just in case hey, something you're yeah. It's you. got a super heavy gyro. Not a heavy A super heavy gyro. The what bit that I find amusing. Is... Super heavy gyro. So is oh, it just, just something needed... required for this tonnage? Um they need it, yeah, it is. They need to make up a whole bunch of stuff to still fit it on How the does it standard only take record. Up two sheets? crit slots? Cause uh, it's it doesn't. But if you look at the record sheet, there's also now way more room in the center torso and all mm, of that yeah. because it's a super heavy yeah torso. i know <laughs> yeah. i was just looking at that because it's a super heavy it's the... like the ultimate dick gun jeez <laughs> i like how it only comes with cluster ammunition by the looks of it you punch holes with the heavy gauze what do you need slugs i would for? be more concerned about solid slugs coming down the tunnel if i'm honest well that's what the the gauze rifles are for yeah but then you do your 60 points of damage with your lbx you do and 50 then, with the two heavy gorse rifles at short range. Yeah, that's 110. I, I, no. No, that's just. <laughs> so that's the first one. What do you Actually, reckon? It's got enough tons of ammo that you can mix and match anyway. Nothing wrong with changing it. Duh. No, eject. And if you're inside, <laughs> just shut down and quietly get out and hope nobody notices. I just found out all, yeah. the, all the apocryphal mechs, like Paul, and the rest are actually already in Mega Mech. They're under their own category, apparently. So like the Omega that oh, okay. we did last week, that is apocryphal from Battle Technology, yeah. is in Mega Mech. But it's not illegal, right? It's still a legal design. It's still legal design, yeah. Okay. I think Jamal switched to the other one. Oh, he's, he's yeah, already I've on. moved on because I've already ejected from the last one. Jeez. <laughs> so what's this one called? Stoßdolch. Yeah, I'll let him pronounce that yeah, one. Yeah, we'll it's just leave that to you to pronounce. Punch <laughs> digger. 85 ton. This is a clan one. Clan based. Yep. Yep. Standard four, tech. Six, four. Based on the Highlander 2C. See, this one That's I find. Light. Oh, 2C. So the, the, the Highlander 2C is still 90, 95 tons, though, isn't it, normally? Facts like, based, but I mean, you look up. The yep. Phoenix Hawk always, 2C proves it, it yeah, doesn't yeah. have to be the same weight anyway. And same with the Locust 2C, so it doesn't have to be the same. Okay. So we're looking at the weapons loadout. Highlander so, 2C is 90. Yeah. Okay. So the so we go a bit lighter, but okay. So we don't have a gauss rifle, but we have three ER large lasers. Yeah. Okay. We have a targeting computer for wow. Two streaky serum sixes, an ECM suite, and oh no, four streaky serum sixes. For when you just hate somebody. This is Falk with a clan mech. Of course, it's got streaks on it. How many hexams we got? Forty. Forty. So you thirty-six for the three ERs. 
I'd be firing everything anyway because the simple fact is if it's you're not hitting with your streaks, you're not wasting heads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's a, yeah, it's pretty much an either or maker. I think you can either fire all lasers and jump or yeah, fire all lasers and fire, jump. But I mean, fire all SRMs. And I'd jump. be firing the SRMs anyway because if they're not hitting, they're not firing anyway because they're saving heads. And if they're and hitting, oh well. <laughs> somebody has a different problem <laughs> see i i find it more concerning of an assault mech going 464 and then having 40 armor in the center torso it's is it standard armor yes it is it's got endo steel instead save on weight uh, see yeah. that i find intimidating engine, yes, uh, apart from yeah it's a zombie nothing else stands out it's just clan technology but the fact of having three er large lasers targeting computer or, yeah, definitely a significant upgrade. Wow. Both of the designs get a not too horrible from Jamal, apparently. Oh, no. The <laughs> other one, anything said horrible, not they're, horrifying. They're, they're, yeah. The other one he was just scared of. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the other one, 150 times. He never said it was good. <laughs> 150 times is just scary. But 85 times, 464, he's got movability and ER large lasers. Clan variant. Jamal nice. is falling apart. Yeah, he's falling apart. A big words. So, so which mm. which of those two would you take? I'm guessing the um, <laughs> one I can't pronounce. Yes, I'm going with that one too. Okay. Look, I don't know. I'll give Paul a go. Yeah, Paul. Uh, Paul looks like fun. Yeah. Paul. Paul looks, to be honest, depending on the situation, for if Paul looks like confide... he could exterminate urban mechs. Yes. Dozens at a time. He can exterminate don't tell a lot of Stuart things. that Paul is basically a ginormous urban mech. But he's not. Because he's not a dick. He's 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 got very a dick slow. Gun. He has ballistic weapons. Hold a minute. Let's go back to the very slow <laughs> bit. He's 150 tons. He's not 30. Well, and, it's like five. And urban he doesn't mechs. have memes galore coming out of his asshole. Five urban mechs would still have less firepower than. I, I, I think Paul, outside of of the arena, is just an area control mech. He is because mm. you put it there and nothing will come. He is. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll get peppered with LRMs from a safe distance, and that's all you do all day. Paul, BV-wise, cheaper than the other one. Well, yeah, because Paul's just two weapon systems. Paul's broken. And what's the BV? So Paul is 2,902. <laughs> it's not that much. Yeah. No, However, the impronounceable one is... Stoßdeutsch. ...is 3,065. Hmm. But I suspect... That's well, movability and targeting computer will be a huge factor there. And now we know that we need a grudge match between Paul and the Stoßdeutsch. Okay. Stuart is thinking about it. I'm trying to I, think which I one don't I think he in. likes the thoughts he has. <laughs> <No. laughs> I'm thinking if it's in the tunnel, the other one's going to get cooked. But yeah, then... it's, it's oh, yeah. depending on the situation. Because, I mean, if you are in open field engagement, this However, I will say... Whatever it is, it's got... Even a 150 tonner will come down with a kick if you fail that roll. <laughs> I'm not giving the game away, but the other one has no minimum range and it's still going to hurt it. So, okay, we'll arrange this and we'll see Paul versus insert blank here. <laughs> Was it Stoll? Stoll? Stoßdolch. Stoßdolch. It's a punch, punching dagger to get oh, through okay. armor. Okay. Yep. I can see where the name came from now. Yep. Cool. That's the end of another What the Mech. Yeah. Jim always still oh, looking at the yeah. shit. <laughs> I'm still looking at the... I can't Sh- pronounce it. We'll, we'll call it the noodle. The noodle. Eichhörnchen. <laughs> oh, man. It's been a long day already. Right. Let's move on. 
we've had a rummage in the vault, the sanctum, and we've picked some interesting things out to have a quick chat about. Who wants to go first? I'll go with mine. Well, <laughs> to be honest, I'm just going to ask what the hell are these vaults? Because I'll be putting pictures up later. But um. I am suitably impressed. My possession. It becomes pretty clear why I'm suitably impressed because I have not hidden my love from anything Macross at all. So before Battletech became Battletech 2nd Edition, it was called Battle Droids. And they actually sold the game with spruce of mechs that were too big to use. So you still had to use the cardboard standees to actually play Battle Droids. But you got those nice, like, what, three, four inch tall plastic kits with them. They're actually Macross and Dugram miniatures. But so they got imported through a deal with a company called 20th Century Imports. And they actually, I don't know, was it Faser back in the day? I assume so. Faser had the deal with them and licensed those kits. What they did not realize is that 20th Century Imports doesn't really have the right to license the designs out. So that's where the whole Unseen Harmony Gold thing um, actually originated from. But those were sold as... Um, uh, like almost RPG style additional sets, if I remember right, where you get like a scenario and two mechs and they costed eight US dollars for two of those plus the other stuff. It was the 80s, so adjusted with inflation and so on, but still, oh my God. And they are basically three to four inch tall um, unseen plastic mechs. So I'm looking at a Warhammer, a Rifleman, a, which one is it? The Wasp, isn't it? Yeah, Wasp. Wasp. And then the Phoenix. And they just look sexy as fuck. That's yeah. all I'm going for. So the Warhammer and the Rifleman came in a set um, with a scenario called Quicksand, where they just chased each other through a swamp for no <laughs> particular reason. Um, the other two, I think, are not actually from the 20th century's import sets because it would be the Mac and its lamb version, and they also have the wrong color. So I think they are um, later re... Um, reissue? Or? Reissue, yes, that's the word I was thinking about. Re-release um, through another company that, that bought the forms. The Warhammer and the Rifleman are battle droid play sets, battle sets, and the other two are actually... Um, what would they be? What's the other franchise? Macross. Macross. Robotic. So they, well, they, they were likely sold Macross as Macross yeah. miniatures. Yeah. But I never, I, I got them from some eBay deal and I don't, I've never seen the, their origins. And oh my God, I forgot to show you something else in the oh, vault. Oh no. I will just go on then. Go on then. Oh no. What's he getting for us? Hopefully it's something if, really expensive if, we can steal. If you hear police sirens, it's because we've murdered him. Got in the police. Whoop. I'm going to murder him. Oh, I'm so going to murder him. Oh, he's just... Oh. Oh, gee. Jamal is appraising it like an antique so, dealer. Also, I, I like how the tension's building up for all the people who can't see what I just brought I, in. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You know just, this is not a very visual medium. Jamal is very absorbed. <laughs> So, I'm looking at the heavy weapon box for the uh, Super Valkyrie, because that's what they called the Veritex in Macross. And I was just trying to get a date of release. 
Well, the, the price is in Italian lira. Don't wow. Ask. So it, yeah, yeah. It, um, of course, because you'd expect them, to find those in Italy. So the scale is 1 to 170. Yeah. So the, the, the one at the bottom actually has like a sticker from some random place in Milan where somebody bought it and then sold it to me at some point. Which is uh, another eBay. Yeah, that box open. Feel yep. free to have a look inside. The VF1S. Oh, this is a different scale again. Yeah. <gasps> Just I had those for ages because I'm horrified of building them. They mm-hmm. are not complex sets or whatever. Yeah, they're and just old. Jamal will totally hate me for what I will say next. If I ever build that one, I will cut off the arm and put the laser on so it's a wasp and not whatever this thing is. No. <laughs> Do it. Uh, VF1S. This is like Skull, skull Leader's um, mech. This is the commander model. Uh, GU11 Gumpod. Instead of a laser. Well, that's a Robotech version. Anyway. It's a wasp. <laughs> oh, and then we have in Gerwolf mode or Land Mech mode, another 1 to 100 scale, the VF1D. VF1D is the one that's got the single gun. No, two guns on the head. Isn't that the one that the... That's uh, not the stinger. The guy, the other guy pilots. The friend of the, the skull guy. I have guy. no idea. Yeah, I know. I never watched any Macross. I've watched like an hour of it. Ah, uh, you said Sad, sad. <laughs> the guy sitting on the SLDF with his pipe. Admiral Global. And if you, if you want to think, what, if you played StarCraft? No. Battle Cruiser Operation. Recognize the voice potentially? They Not sound from very my... similar. Not from your accent. Yeah. Uh, but have a listen to his, Admiral Global's voice and the Battle Cruiser for StarCraft. Okay. Very similar. <laughs> for some reason or another. Right. So if we can pull oh. you out of your revelry. No, you can't because, damn it. <laughs> wow. He's literally looking at every side of this box like it's going to talk to him. Yep. It's just a model does. kit, man. Put it down. No. No. I'd really like to know the production though. And this is still. Shrink Two wraps. of them are still in their shrink wrap. Yep. As I said, oh. I'm horrified of building them, so why would I open them? Okay, uh, we're taking some <laughs> photos to show everybody else. But okay. Anyway, continue on. Right. I, I'm going to do mine next. Going, okay. We've rummaged through his, his cupboard, his literal cupboard of books. Half of them in German, half of them in English. Um, he was just like, oh yeah, look at this one. And he pulls out his copy of Lethal Heritage. And you go like, oh, that's nice. It's just a book, though. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, yeah, just flick this. And then it says, to Falk, best wishes by Michael A. Stackpole. So explain, where did you get Michael's um, signature? The same way I got all of the other signatures. I went to Gen Con once in my life. I since then want to go back, but I can't afford it anymore. Um, I, I went, um, one of the sessions was actually Michael Stackpole and Brandon Sanderson talking about writing books or whatever and afterwards i ambushed michael a stackpole in the hallway and said oh, i'm on mercy i'm actually would you sign this and he was like yeah cool i haven't seen one of those in a while usually people just talk about my star wars books <laughs> oh he's a lovely guy um was re- really great having chance to to basically have like like two minutes to talk to him and yeah, one, I mean, the most influential Battletech author, he was the one, if a new stack poll came out, you know, there would be some major upheaval 
in, in, in the political <laughs> scene of, of the industry. Call in the big guns. We need a change. Well, pretty much. I mean, you you get your fill. I mean, you you know, you get you get a William H. Keyes that will be great as Legion. You'd get a Robert Thurston that will be Jade Falcon. You get I don't know who else, right? And it's some kind of filler. And then you get the stack pull, and you know, like okay, timeline advance. Now this is important. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, it was just like oh yeah, here you are. Look at this. Also, I mean, the, the fact he's got the book to start with uh, is annoying. With the wonderful and cover, it's signed. It is. I absolutely love this cover, but I've. I never realized the pilot. Chin Yoshida. Who's just... <laughs> you don't... He, he looks like he's struggling, I, shall I, we say. This is another such iconic moment where Chin Yoshida in his Phoenix Hawk... That looks like he, he's a Frenchie. Like, oh, infantry. Looks funny. Well, machine guns will take care of them. That doesn't really do anything. Maybe a medium laser. It's, it's tough infantry. Oh my god, this thing won't die. Large laser, large laser. It's still not dead. Oh my god! Maybe a sort will fix that problem. What I like about it is there's no expression on his face. It's just him drawing away from the windscreen. And then the second one is if you He's look a at Kurita the samurai, he's not supposed to show any emotion in the face of the enemy. If you look at the second elemental on the head, yep. where he's pulling the like, the plate up, yeah. the armor, it looks like he's giving a thumbs up. <laughs> Does that never notice that? <laughs> just the, literally the first thing I saw. So that's yeah, cool. But I, re- I really, it's one of my favorite of the new posters where they've redone that one for the, for the clan invasion Kickstarter. Yep. I think I've got that it's one. Very good. Yeah. yeah, that one you can definitely tell it's a Phoenix Hawk. Nineteen ninety. I did not buy it then. I was thirteen. <laughs> oh, hold on. I, did I say this? No, sorry. Nineteen eighty nine. Sorry. Yeah. I was four then. Sorry. I can't believe I read that. Really. I was definitely. <laughs> not I, wish, I think I'm still thinking. <laughs> I'm still in so much shock. It's just like, wow, because I mean... 9,918. What was the, what? the newer cover that came in the... I'm trying to remember the newer cover. After the, the cover, that, the one that I read. Oh, sorry. I, I don't remember. I don't know a lot of the English language covers because I only ever... I mean, I've read all of the books in German back in the day and then I started rereading a lot of them in English. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them should not be reread, so... The, yeah. Yeah. I found things in my collection too. Apparently, now um, I actually it's it's two two books um, from Fantasy Production, which were the German license um, owner for for BattleTech back in the day, and they released two books. One is the history or die Geschichte der Inneren Sphäre, the history of the Inner Sphere, two thousand one till um, thirty thirty one, which was pretty much just chapters of the field manuals translated into German. But, I mean, it's basically a, a Bible and it has, like, like um, genealogy trees fold-outs in it because we do things properly in Germany. The yeah. other one is the Atlas, der Atlas der Inneren Sphäre, or the Atlas. Is Atlas a word you also use yeah, for yeah. in yep. English? Okay, the, the Atlas of the Inner Sphere, which is descriptions of every freaking system it's 150 pages and it describes all of the main systems in the main realm and i'm pretty sure it's all non-canonical because i don't know if this is based on other on, on, on like official battle tech um publications i'm pretty sure sana um says it's uh, ap- apocryphal yeah no that was like back in the day when you would 
be planning a campaign or something, you would go like, oh, what's actually happening on this planet? And it goes like, this is a desert world. And I'm like, okay, let's go with that. It is essentially Sana on paper. But the yeah, interesting thing... Yeah, you know, before thing, the internet, yeah. back in the day, we had like yeah. things like Sana and they were like printed on those white, weird... But the, the funny thing about that book is, like you were showing us earlier, it's got a system map, and then you can write notes. Yeah, yeah. Next door to it, it after you, so notes. the system map is a double-page spread that you pull out, and it's got a map on one side, and it's got the blurb on the front. Yep. And then on the page opposite, it's got room for notes. I wonder if it says. I'm oh, sorry. I wonder if it says anything and like how Wait, to what, use. What are you going to write in the notes page? Just like the highlights or what has happened there? I've yeah. seen it. I've seen it in a lot of games. I I visit this games. Book. I understand. This is a game. <laughs> what? <laughs> you Shakara. go out of my I'm, house. Out of I'm with Falk with a shock and indignation on that one. Uh, read the novels. Never. I just... <laughs> so Falk's thumbing through looking for something. He's got a smug look on his face. I'm just reading the entry for Terra and see if there's anything fun in there. Home of humankind. They yes, fucked indeed. it up in That's the 22nd century. The heart of the Star League. <laughs> properly fucked it up in the 22nd century hey everybody born before what's the diversion point 1989 is canon yay i'm canon yeah because <laughs> you're born before the split so you exist in the BattleTech universe well oh, you have existed last thing that we've got apart from the hundreds and hundreds of painted minis unpainted minis drawers no, yeah, there of, might be a hundred painted <laughs> drawers of mechs and then you got cupboards of books hey i and... found you a commando so stop complaining yeah i'm not complaining i'm not complaining <laughs> i was gonna say in the box in the cupboard i found this box and Child. in this box is a collection of whiz kids hero clicks the clicky tech stuff and i'm just looking through them i've only seen a handful of them and it's just like, what the hell is this it's a goshawk but it looks like it's got a banshee face going on. The, the, I mean, I'm, I don't, I don't even know where to start with the manganel. I mean, <laughs> it's just it. How would you describe that? A pair of legs that has a, a triangle. Yeah, but it's not even artillery, isn't it? No, no, no it's, it's just like some. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's meant to be lasers, isn't it? it the manganel. It looks, yeah. Likely. Right. What's the manganel got? Oh, let me look. I'm guessing it's got, looking at this, it's going to have four mm. lasers and then two PPCs? It, nah. Maybe a, an SRM. I, I think it looks like a walker from Star Wars. Yes. So, it's the, the bottom bit is Battletech-ish. The so, top bit is a cross between the ATST <laughs> and an, an Imperial Sentinel. So it's 70 tons. Yeah. You would not have guessed that from the look. Hmm? No. It has two light gauss rifles and four ER medium lasers. Again, I would not have guessed 70 tons from that loadout. I'm guessing that these are the light gauss rifles in the torso? Yeah, I think they're really the double-barreled like gauss yeah. rifles. Uh, yeah. No idea. Okay. So... Yeah, it's... it's like, I mean, some of these are really, really pretty in here, like the um, Thunder Fox. That's well, really nice. The, the, the Mangonel is described as controversial and quirky, so oh, <laughs> there you enough. go. <laughs> the Legionnaire is a really nice model, too. No. Uh, the... Open ammo feet. God, no, I, said, I hate I said that model. they introduced said, that with click text. I said model. It's like I so stupid. say good mech. So stupid. It just looks a cool model. Open ammo feeds. And obviously God, the, the Cougar. The Cougar's a good mech. I still don't understand why it's got a jet fighter cockpit on it, but... Because the guy has to sit somewhere. Because <laughs> the guy's got to sit somewhere, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Just picking my favorite out of this, I think it's got to be this guy, which is the Griffin. 
the griffin looks really really nice in he's dark bit, age he's a Heroic bit small he is and his posture said that he doesn't really want to be here and his parents dragged him along <laughs> Have you have you seen the rest of the things in the box? Hey, those are the good looking ones that I'm considering repainting. Yeah. So <laughs> The Jade Hawk is very nice looking. Yeah. I mean I might have to scrub that from the edit. So I actually what, clan make, what I think we need to do sometimes in the future is that you two play Click Yes, text. I want to I want to play this. Jordan was gonna teach us as well. Uh, I have I have a couple of what rule books floating thing? around. Hmm? Oh, it's a mad cat too. It's just It's a bounty hunter mad cat, isn't it? No right. ears. Yeah. Gus Eddington. It's just why is it why is it squatting like that? It's too good. <laughs> I don't know. Bit in the packaging. Frank's got many, many, many treasures in his room that we can't possibly go through all of them. Maybe we'll revisit later in the series if he's not sick of us. But that's just a little snippet of what 30 years of actually collecting and looking after your stuff can look like. Oh, Hummet. Very few of what those is... will come across uh, come apart with the screwdriver. Is, is he in a spacesuit? <laughs> He's just silver. Sorry, I found a Toad Auto Cannon, and um, the guy's just in a silver suit. It <laughs> looks like he's in a fire suit, so he yeah. doesn't get burnt alive. But it's uh, likely a Steel Wolf, so they they are infection oh. colours. Yeah. Oh, it's silver and brown Steel Wolf. It has got yeah, it's yeah. got a wolf head on it. Yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna put this so, box away before I find more oddities. The most fun thing about um. Click text MWDA was um, when I was demoing it. You always end up with so they, they would send us price packs and they would have like max in it. Mm -hmm. And it was literally a campaign thing. How many did you steal? In universe campaign thing. The, um, <laughs> and the winner would get the mech and you would get like little really nice metal pins as participation and all of that. But you would end up with heaps and heaps and heaps of unclaimed prizes because mm -hmm. not enough people would show up or whatever. So we had events that were sanctions event is um, kill it, keep it. So I, as the promo guy, would play all of those guys and you bring your best team at everything you kill, you can keep. So people were chasing down rare or good mix ignoring <laughs> all of the many many locusts that everybody had a handful of it was just mayhem on the biggest table you could get that sounds like a really and, good game mode yeah sounds like it's gonna be very costly but well I mean, it yeah. sounds like it's gonna be Again, really because fun. it was all free demo stuff yeah, that yeah. just was unclaimed prizes that was good fun that's a cool game mode. A couple i like of that times, one yeah cgl do some more yeah cgl send free stuff <laughs> start wrapping this one up i think we should all righty anyone want to shout out anyone or content creators i have one i would like to do which is alpha strike we play these guys do a, an amazing youtube channel with a ton of tutorials on there and i was just going through the list they've done aerospace protomex vehicles quads they've got the base rules covered they've got indirect they've got melee they've got artillery they've got infantry they've got battle armor They've got buildings, they've got bridges, because why wouldn't that warrant an extra episode? If you want to know how bulldozer blades work, they've got a video on it. <laughs> I looked up the rules. Oh. But yeah. Okay. So I, the only reason I like it, because, you know, doing cooking and stuff like that, I can listen to them mm -hmm. instead of trying to read it. Alpha Strike, we love you guys. And if you want to go visit their shop and buy something, do that too. And they're out in Perth. So if you're out in Western Perth, Australia, is it Western? Yeah, so if you're out Western Australia, go drop in and say hi to the guys. Buy stuff. Because mm -hmm. they have it all. Lots of Iron Wind minis now. Yeah, they got like the whole catalogue thing, haven't they? Just did a big yeah. order. Yep. Mm -hmm. You got you anything got... you've been listening yes. or watching? 
No. No, <laughs> no, no not makes really. him angry, Ron. Uh, let me think. No. I, I, shout out to the random guy on Reddit who I don't even know his username, but he's making a map scale aircraft carrier, and I know Stuart will be printing one for Android at some point. Oh, God. Yep. That's an that's a no brainer. <laughs> Myself, my my shout out goes to Zen Vanderplank again because I've just been listening to him. He's been helping me get my thirteen models that I just painted, and I'm halfway through the succession first succession war video now. Oh, nice. Listening to that, wow! Listening to his not take, but how he's grabbed it from the sources and that, just like the numbers of people that have died. It's just like, oh yeah. He's just grabbing, you know, thing. He's not creating the story. He's just grabbing the raw numbers. And mm. it's just like, yep. Okay. There are some parts that I'd completely forgotten about. This. So, okay. So what are we up to next? That's pretty much it. So all that remains for us to do is say thank you to Falk for letting us Welcome. into his, his house and his domain, his I'll lair. I'll check your pockets on the way out. Uh, I might I enjoy it. my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't have a bag before, did you? <laughs> Why are you putting it on rubber gloves, Paul? Yeah. <laughs> Cavity search and don't stop and reach the back of the teeth. Oh my god. Oh man. Can't remember what movie that was from, but No, thanks. Uh, appreciate that you came all the way out here because it is a bit of a drive. Yeah. All done. Yeah.
too late to say, oh, my ass. 